All right, so we are waiting for David to come back in. Um, today is May the 30th. Welcome, everyone. This is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd and um, Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, I'll be assisting. Um, let me share this disclaimer while we're waiting for um, David. Okay, hold on here. I see him, so I'm going to just a moment. Um, so this presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Soy, Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, shall we try again? Hi, David. You see me now? Or? Yes. You're okay. there. Yay. Okay, good. Okay, all right, good. Okay. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to match David today, but it's not quite the right color. How did you know what I was wearing? You must I be- didn't, uh... I didn't, I guess. <laughs> I guess. All right, welcome, everyone. I'm Alex Lloyd, uh, the good-looking guy in the middle is Dr. David Peck. Um, my area is psychology. His area is MD, surgery, uh, uh, teaching at Columbia, things like that. Okay. Uh, he's way smarter than me, but that's okay. I, I'm all right with it. Um, and we are currently doing a series on the seven deadly sins. And Dave, uh, we've got a great one for today. Wrath, take it away. Okay, well, Wrath, we did last week. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. This, yes, we did. I'm sorry. This week, we're on to number five, and that's greed. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so uh, I guess um, I looked it up just because I wanted to be precise about the definition. Excessive desire to acquire or possess more than one needs or deserves, especially in material wealth, social value, status, or power. So this is going to be in contrast to next week, we're going to, we'll be on number six, that's gluttony. And that's basically similar things, but for food and drink. And this is, this is more directed towards wealth, material wealth or status or power. So, you know, so I was kind of thinking about for myself, my own, I like to try to get my own story and see how these different topics are related to me personally. And when it comes to material wealth, I really was at a loss. I don't really think I was, I've been very greedy in terms of, you know, gaining either money or, you know, material things. Although someone might say I have too many old cars, that kind of thing, but that's aside from the point. But, but the area that I, I identify for myself is something that I think is, is relevant and that's for attention. So, you know, to be greedy, to, to excessively want attention um, is something that I probably have done in the past quite a bit, much less so now, I feel. Um, but, but that's just one example, I, I believe, of, of areas where we can have issues with greed that aren't directly related to material wealth. So, um, and the other thing I, I like to say about greed and, and material wealth is that um, it's not 
necessarily the wealth itself. So, well, first of all, I believe that our society sort of promotes us to honor and, you know, revere very wealthy individuals that have a lot of money, that kind of thing. And that in itself, I think, is, is an issue. But the person who has wealth isn't necessarily greedy, although I would probably say and defer to Alex on this, many people that are very wealthy are, in fact, very greedy and excessive in their desire to have wealth. So, you know, I just wanted to put that out as a sort of a don't judge a book necessarily by its cover. And so what is the intention behind that person? You know, how did they accumulate that, that wealth, say? And um, uh, really, you know, is it is it really greed driven? So, again, we get back to that whole idea of intention. It's not the act or the the, the what the person looks like now, but it's how they got there, why they did what they did, you know, what's what's behind that all. Um, and do they have inner peace? I think someone who is driven by greed is not going to have that inner peace. Someone that has lots of wealth and that is has great inner peace, you'll have to say they're probably not greedy. So um, that's the other thing. In terms of the categories of for the healing codes, I think greed really relates mostly to the category of control and self-control. So yeah. we have a lot of wealth, we have power, we can control people and things, that kind of thing. The other areas I do believe that are partially related. So if people have um, uh, memories that are related to being greedy or some, some, some characteristics of greed that are related to greed, they could be related to more than one issue. In addition to the self-control category, I believe the patient's category can also be related to greed. And that is in, this, in the sense of love substitutes. And Alex talks about love substitutes quite a bit. And, and, and this is something that we're driven to do that we believe or have, that we believe will satisfy us from a love-based standpoint, but doesn't really. And that could be, that relates also to things like emotional eating and addictions, and that's in the self-control category. But in the patient's category, it's that impatience and frustration that comes with having a goal that's related to something that creates stress because it's not something that's done in truth and love. So, you know, that's the that's the other area. The uh, one other category that's a big category, and we've talked about this many times before, I believe related to greed is humility. And that is in the sense of, say, from my standpoint, I might want to be, you know, have this social imaging where I'm viewed as this and that and and greedy for attention and adulation and, and likes or whatever on the, you know, Facebook or whatever like that. And that's related to humility. In other words, well, I in order for me to be OK, other people have to think so, th think that. So that's also the lie. So those are some of the categories that I believe are related to greed. Um, and so I'll pass it to Alex now. Yeah, thank you, Dave. And um, yeah, greed is, um, in order for me to tell the truth today, um, I, I've got to go to the Bible. Um, because I believe it told the truth about this before science did, and then science confirmed it. Um, the Bible says several things that are relevant to our discussion today, okay? 
it categorizes sin or 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 missing the mark, making a big mistake in your life as three primary things. Um, lust of the flesh, which basically just means anything tied to my physical body. Uh, drugs, alcohol, sleep, taking naps, uh, baths. Um, I, not that those things are bad, but they it depends on why you're doing it, okay? Not, not just what you're doing, okay? Uh, the second one, lust of the eyes, which is money and things that money will buy. That's what it is, okay? And then the third one is unhealthy pride. I believe there's a healthy pride, which I would call probably honor, which is truth and love together. Um, but the Bible talks about unhealthy pride. And I believe unhealthy pride is um, I want I want this. You, you don't need it. If you need it, then it's not a want, it's a need, okay? So you don't need it, but you want it, all right? And I would say greed, another kind of sub-definition I would give to greed is anytime you think money is the solution to something, okay? Um, and I, I would say I would say money is the solution if you have no food or water or shelter and you your life, your very physical life is in imminent danger, meaning you could die because you don't have food, water, or shelter. Okay. So that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, if, if you're in that situation. I absolutely would be in the same boat. I need to either get somebody to give me this stuff or I need some money so I can buy it myself in order for us to get out of this life-threatening situation. But if you're not in a life-threatening situation, I would say seeing money as the solution to your problems may very well mean you have a greed issue. Okay? Um, because it that's when it goes from being about needs to wants and the wants basically become i'm not okay if i don't have this and the psychology is once you imagine once you use your prefrontal cortex and experience simulator to imagine a scenario in your life and let's say it's a new house or a new car or something all right once you do that further than just sort of casually thinking about it, meaning you, you, you sort of go down the rabbit hole with it. Okay, okay, I want this. This is not just a thought anymore. I want to buy this and I want to have it for my life, all right? Once you kind of go down the rabbit hole with it, in other words, it shifts your, your thinking, it shifts your physiology, it shifts your, your HPA axis and stress response, okay? Because now it's not, after you do that for a certain period of time, your unconscious mind literally takes ownership of it. Hope you heard that. You don't have it yet. You're still trying to figure out how to get it. But once you go down that road, 
far enough, and that's different for every different for each person how long that takes. But it usually doesn't take too long. Your unconscious mind takes ownership of it. And now if you don't get it, you experience a grief. You experience a loss because your heart had already taken ownership of that. So now it's not that you didn't get it. It's that you had it and lost it to your unconscious mind. And that's big stress. I just lost something that's really important to me. Okay. So I would say you need to be really, really, really careful because you can have an addiction to money and be in grieving, painful loss over something being taken away from you that you never even had and maybe is not even best for you to have. Okay. And David, you have a puzzled look on your face. And sorry, I, I may have confused everybody. Oh, David's frozen again. That's what it is. Okay. Sorry. Um, so anyway, that's that's my two cents on on uh, greed is that uh, it can it can attack you from behind, throw a, a a hood over your head, and kidnap you. And before you know it, if money goes good, you're happy. If money goes bad, you're unhappy. And I know so many people who live their life that way, and it's miserable. And we're not supposed to do it. Money is only supposed to be a tool to provide what we need, not everything we want. And a focus on money will spike your stress. So, um, Johanna, can you do this code with me if we can't get David back? Yeah, he, he just came in. So I'm going to just promote him really quick. Okay. Sorry for the technical glitches, folks. These things happen sometimes. Okay. Okay. I'm back. Okay, yeah. Dave, did you? I, I don't know if you heard anything, but if I, it, I'm done, with I heard a lot part. of it, but yeah. Okay, I'm okay. done with my part. If you want to add a post-it note, no, or could you repeat what you said it towards the end, the last minute or so? I said, I said, you need to be really careful with this because because greed and money are one of those things that can sneak up behind you throw a hood over your head and kidnap you. And the next thing you know, if money goes good, you're happy. If money doesn't go good, you're unhappy. And you do not want to live there. That is constant stress, which means illness, disease, unhappiness, you name it. The, the thing that you just reminded me. You're in and out, Dave. I can't tell what you're saying. Sorry. How come, Johanna, how come Dave always gets stuck with a mad look on his face? <laughs> okay. Johanna, let's go ahead and start the code. If you want to, do you want to do the healing code part? Sure, I'll do that. Okay, go ahead. You don't mind. Okay, okay so... Uh, we ask now that we are able to address all the negative known and unknown memories that are connected to any kind of greed that we recognize in our lives. Amen. Yes. 
Okay, first position. Both hands pointing at the jaws. Both hands, jaws. All right, next position, left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. Left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. Both hands, Adam's apple. Third position, both hands, Adam's apple. Fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand temple. Left hand jaw, right hand temple. All right, first position again, both hands, temples. Second position, left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. Position both hands, Adam's apple. And last position, left hand jaw, right hand temple.
All right, that's it. Okay, let's do uh, acupuncture point, side of the hand. Temples. Collarbones. Little finger. Under the eyes, under the nipples, temples, thumb, under the nose, middle of the chest, Temples again. Index finger. Under the arms. Middle of the chest. Thumb. And the 9G procedure, eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> okay, uh, let's activate governing and conception vessel four times, please. Four times up the midline of the body, over the head. Pause at the top of the spine a couple of seconds and then do it again. This is also called yin and yang. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. You're supposed to be pressing, but it should never hurt. Calms the central nervous system. This does. Handy little thing to do when you're stressed. All right, now let's do custom healing centers and let's start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. Throat, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Throat again. Please open and harmonize. Under the belly button. Please open and harmonize. Crown. Please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach. Please open and harmonize. And heart. Please open and harmonize. Okay, now let's go to uh, both hands brainstem for about a minute. You can go longer. Any of these you can do on their own. They've all been tested on their own. But together they magnify each other. Just relax. Don't try to do anything. If anything, just get out of the way. Your body, mind, and spirit know exactly how to heal these things. 
All it is is changing an energy pattern, which is physics eighth grade and can be done very simply and your body, mind and spirit know how to do it. We don't wanna be greedy, but we also need to have what we need and differentiate between needs and wants and work for your needs and your wants, um, pray about them, give those to God. Uh, if there's some that you should work for, then do that. But leave the end result open-ended. If you take ownership of the end result, you've just spiked your own stress. All right, both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. <sighs> when you're ready, you can uh, take a look at the zero to 10 and note any change. And uh, open your eyes when you're ready. And Johanna, I've, I can stay for a few minutes here if we have any questions or comments. So if you have a question and you're on the phone, press star nine on your phone. That's going to raise your hand. And we have a question from Marilyn. I'm unmuting your line. You want to unmute? Hear me? Yes. Um, Alex, you just said um, you can have me, but can you also be needy? I didn't hear everything you said. Um, can you say that again, please? Okay, can you also be needy? I didn't understand the last word. Oh, needy, N-E-E-D-Y. Oh, can you be needy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, someone who is needy typically is either in desperate need or they're in desperate pain. So you need to figure out which one. Are they in pain or is there something they need that they don't have? If there's something they need they don't have, then help them get it. If it's pain, then help them resolve that pain. And, and, and if that's where it was coming from, the need will go away once you resolve the pain. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, Annie McEnroe. Do you want to unmute? Yes. Hi, Johanna. Hi, Dr. Lloyd. How are you? Hi, Annie. Um, Dr. Lloyd. Oh, hi, Dr. David. There you are. Um, I had a quick question for you guys. I was curious. I have a friend who's pregnant, and I was wondering, are the coats safe to do during pregnancy? And I ask because they do cause a detox reaction. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend during pregnancy because, like, for me, my mom was told if she had me, she would die because of her health conditions. And they encouraged her to abort me. She obviously <laughs> didn't do that. But her entire pregnancy was so stressed. And I was born with all kinds of birth defects that, that I mean, I mean, way more than any average person, okay? Um, and doing the codes while someone's pregnant can help decrease the stress, which means that what that baby is getting is better. It's, it, if they're getting 
the stuff they need and stress too. Okay, well, we don't want the stress, but at least they're getting what they need. But if they're getting too much stress as a fetus, they won't get what they need. And they'll end up with a bunch of birth defects like me. So reducing that stress while you're pregnant, to me, is huge. I wish David could chime in on that because he's the medical doctor. But yeah. Oh, he um, lived. I, yeah, barely. <laughs> Not anymore. It's a bad technology day. What was the question or? Uh, is it safe to do the healing codes during pregnancy? I, I don't have any literature on that, but I would say definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think it benefits the mother and the fetus. Anything okay. to lower your stress, the, 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 right. the abnormal stress. Oh yeah. It's gotta be great. Okay. Right. Cause I have a friend right now. He's just started to do the codes and he said, he's, it's very funny. He's got a bunch of health conditions. He was unfortunately just diagnosed with, and he uh, is a very happy, chill, mellow guy. And he came to my dad, who's also doing the codes. And he told my dad, he said, boy, I've been angry after I do the codes. It's definitely doing something. Yeah. That's a detox. That's a detox. It'll just tell him it'll pass. It, it's basically the anger coming out. That's what okay. it is. It's the anger coming out. And that's what you want. You want it out, not in. And, okay. and Johanna, I'm going to have to run. I apologize. Hey, okay. Dave, I don't know if you knew it, but every time you froze, it froze on like a mean face. <laughs> it was, it was uh -oh. great. Love you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> Thanks, Annie. Okay, so Dave, I, I, well, you've got a smile on your face, so I think you're not frozen right now. <laughs> oh, maybe he is. Maybe you are frozen, <laughs> but it's a, it's a happy face. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't see any other hands up. I'm going to go ahead and and stop the recording and open the line 